0: Good now, guys. Talk here, back for another week of the TNC podcast, week 45. Whoa! We're nearly a year in. Well done, Yeah, first of all, mate, how are you doing? Super, super good. Thank you very yeah, much. I mean, um, we've got a lot to talk about. We have. It's Monday, it's the, the day after um, Derby yeah. Day, and as Paddy Davitt beautifully described it, he described it as a Technicolor canvas of contrasting emotions. Wow, lovely! And I think there from a, a very much more educated man than us, yep, as I've exactly. just shown very well with that horrific use of vocabulary, um, that is probably the best way to describe what was a fairly chaotic day. So weird, wasn't it? It was. I mean, where do we even start? Shall I mean, we start
1: from, from the beginning of the no, day? No, let's
0: start with a plug. Um, okay, plug. Please subscribe on YouTube. We are nearly at 13,000 subscribers, which oh. is nearly... Uh, the same attendance of which Ipswich got against Burton a few weeks ago, we're nearly at um, Ipswich's average attendance for this season. Jack, come on, behave. Uh, yeah, sorry. Don't be immature. This, this is, is your job. Isn't it? This is your job. Don't
1: don't give too, the Ipswich too much banter.
0: Um, and yeah, so if you haven't already, if you're watching this, if you're a new person, subscribe and also subscribe on iTunes. That way, it will go into your podcast app every single week. I didn't realise how many podcast apps there were. I thought it was just your podcast app on your
1: iPhone. What? Apparently, more than one. Apparently, there's loads. By the way, I'm going to say something. Thanks to everyone that, come, that came and said hello to us on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really nice. And thanks to everyone that continues to watch us week in, week out. Yeah. I don't know how you do it, but fair play. And there was some which fans who came up to us and said... Hey, hey, By the way, the Ipswich fan that did the post match reaction. It was a lovely, board, lovely boy. Spoke complete. I mean, go and watch it if you've not already. I thought he he spoke complete sense. I mean, so fair play. We, it's been a
0: bit of a chaotic week, hasn't it? We've yeah. done the, the the podcast with Benjamin, who was the first ever guest in this new shrine. And by the oh, well, way, we need to talk this through, don't we? The Crofty shirt on the on the wall, Lee Croft. You can just about see this flyby shirt. What year is that from? Is that oh? Seven.
1: I don't know, but that's actually a kid's that was me as a kid. That does look quite small. So Lee Croft's again central there. I think we yeah. might have Hucks on there as well, actually. For Why that. are you such a fan of Lee Croft? Um, um he's he's a top man. Love you, Crofty.
0: Um he is, and he, and he also tweeted the podcast out very kindly. Didn't he?
1: Lee, Lee Croft's a buddy, to be honest. Um <laughs> yeah, Indeed. <laughs> that's um, where the cauliflower cheese story comes oh, in, of which you wouldn't have forgotten. Yeah, for a main meal. What still I question say?
0: that. I, I love Lee Croft, but I question his uh, choice of main Me. And by the
1: way, did you see his banter before the Ipswich game? I did, yeah. That definitely, what didn't, a goal that definitely did. wasn't motivated by the way I saw <laughs> what I said to him. <laughs> well, you're a social media man, aren't you? That's your day oh, that was classic though, wasn't it? The 1-0 the, the ball.
0: It was, it was. It was an iconic Beauty. picture, nearly as iconic as, as the Tim Close pictures that
1: I'm sure we'll get by onto the way, a By the way, on a serious note, he is an absolute nutter, isn't he? Oh, I love it. Oh, he's definitely lost a few brain cells along the way. I, I think I, all that heading is taken out of
0: him. Mate, our defence at the moment just gives me so much joy. You've got Tim Close, who's an absolute nutter. Um, you've got Hanley, who's a proper <laughs> Brexit-style defender in terms of just no-nonsense British football. Okay. Um, and then you've got Zimmerman, quite a classy German. I thought didn't have his best game on, on Sunday. Anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. Okay. Um, let's quickly touch on... The Benjamin Bloom podcast. It's I think now the second most viewed podcast ever, behind wow. Rust. The head of Mr Humphrey Lappin, Huckabee. Wow! I think well done, Benjamin. Um, a lot of people loved it. It was it was the second most liked podcast ever. A lot of people didn't quite get the vibe. Do you have a message for any um, any Norwich fans or Ipswich fans or anyone who, who didn't quite appreciate that um,
1: podcast as much? Well, for, for all of you that um, that. I've only just started watching we actually have a, a wee agenda here that Jack makes up and um, we, we normally have a bit of a chat about you know the, the general vibe of it how it's going to play out if, if we have a guest on we we'll normally talk about you know what what are the things to, to say or to not say um, what what subjects to avoid Um Benjamin is a top man one of the best guests we've had on particularly an Ipswich fan I thought he was quite brave to do so but put, yeah. his, put his, his head on the line so to speak with, with a lot of Norwich fans Look, I, I think personally, I, we, if you want to call it, we we got it a wee bit wrong. I mean, look, it was just a bit of banter. I'm a massive, passionate Norwich fan. Jack here is the professional journo. It's what he does for a living. But I'm always going to be a supporter. To be honest with you, I'm not the kind of guy that's to, that's to sit on the fence. And I do hate Ipswich um, it was just banter, not yeah. to go full Richard Keys, but it was just banter. Um, and, uh, you know, if you if you watched it as a Norwich fan and, and you found it a bit cringy, apologies perhaps, um, but thanks for continuing to watch. Um, you know, but I don't really particularly no, regret and I, it. And I
0: think the, the people that did watch it all the way through, we even had people come up to us at the game on, on Sunday and say, look, I found it a bit cringy at the
1: start, but then when I watched it through, I realised the vibe. And And we all, I think... The handshake, for example. Yeah. I mean, we discussed the fact that as a bit of a joke and a laugh, we weren't going to do the handshake. And then afterwards, we were going to do the handshake because he had a message behind the whole podcast, which was, don't be a dick on Derby Day. That was the message behind it. So uh, anyway... And only
0: 12 people were a dick and they got arrested for it. Yeah. um, Which was good. Anyway, let's talk about Sunday. I mean, first of all... I think they are probably the worst ever set of fag cams I've ever done from a professional point of view because I just didn't know what questions to ask because we, we'd we gone from... The first half w- w- was in the balance, wasn't it? Ipswich probably edged it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the second half, I kept turning around to you and going, it's coming, the goal is coming, the goal is coming. And then Chambers pops up and I was shell-shocked. I thought, well, it's over. The, this nine-year run is over. You were slumped in your seat. I just turned around and smiled, I was dying inside, but where we sit, <laughs> you can't act like you're hurt, because you're going to get destroyed Ooh. for it, so I turned around and, and smiled at the Ipswich fans, and there is something quite special about seeing them away and just erupt, but when it's your arch enemy, mm-hmm. it's not that nice, um, and then you, you think, well it's over, and you're preparing for that, it's almost, like, I was. it's almost like going through some kind of breakup, isn't it, you're like, well, we did have it, and that was gone. Um, how do we deal with this? Okay, Jack, um, are you speaking from experience there, buddy? No, not at all. All of my breakups I've been very glad of. Um <laughs> <laughs> O'Reilly. Um, but it was it was it was a, a sore point, wasn't it? And then Grant Howley and Tim Close combined. and um now, what what was
1: even the link there? You are just giving me a statement. Do you want to ask me a question about that? I'm still at a slight... Oh, yeah, that was it. No, that's... So you, you, you at the end...
0: The, <laughs> right. You keep talking. I'm just going to move his camera. Okay. Move his frame very well. So
1: I was actually saying to to, to to myself at the end, I mean, I actually, for all of you that don't know, I film all of, all of the, the post-match content while Jack does his thing. And it was the first time being the cameraman for TNC that um, I realised all of a sudden that, that Jack had completely lost the plot. And Jack, you know, he is obviously extremely good at what he does, and he doesn't lose his cool. But if you watch the the fan cams the weekend, you realise that Jack can't get his words out, and it got to the point. I can't remember which interview it was. I actually almost stopped the camera for the first time ever just to say, "Jack, hello, you in, mate?" I'm and he just that. he just he just couldn't get his word. I mean, but look, but what, what question what, do you ask after that? I, don't I don't know, mean, it, as you said, Jack, it was just such a. Uh, how, how you can't even—I don't think—really look at that game from a, a analytical, technical, um, tactical point of view. I don't, I don't think you can. It was just so—not just because of the fact that Ipswich actually, you know, almost beat us. Um, it just even the ending, mm. the game throughout, the formation Mick McCarthy played.
0: And I we'll, we'll get to the, the, the content that came out after that game because Ipswich are the gift that just keep on giving, aren't they? In some sense, but. Um, I forgot what I am going to say. Why don't,
1: why don't we start from the March, Jack? The March.
0: Yeah, let's start from that.
1: I would just like to say, well done to along Aloncum Nodge and the Barclay End Project, or is it Barclay called Barclay and, Barclay and Norwich? Norwich yeah. Barclay and Norwich, for organising such a fantastic fan march. I thought it was great to see. It was. By the way, so many people turned up. So many. It was almost kind of um, a bit kind of, by Munich Celtic uh, kind of some kind of Russian and it, mafia-esque thing it looks, I loved
0: it it looks so glorious when you've, you've got I think first of all when you're on the ground you don't realise how many people are there there was
1: so many then, more than we there thought there was then
0: videos of the people up in the flat yeah. it was the whole of Riverside and when you've got them, them, the Brilliant. blue skies and the, the beautiful flares you know ambient yellow on the ground shout out to snads it wasn't a snad to purchase pyro um, to any Norfolk constabulary officers listening um, and it also wasn't me who broke my chair for anyone yeah by the way it actually wasn't no it wasn't fine. um i don't know who it done might that might be me actually
1: there was some chap i tell you what i mean you're built well but mate honestly on a serious note i've got to say this again not only was i crushed up against the wall <laughs> but you know we sit right next to the wall and yeah, like, I, I always close. fell over yeah, the edge close. my glasses right were like this at one point like half on my ear, half off my ear and I thought they were going to go. Yeah. Managed to get myself together, and then I fell forward three rows, and then I kind of chose to go six rows ahead just to kind of um, say hi to the Ipswich fans. Yeah. Um, just
0: but, j- I, I was going to
1: say anyway. The march.
0: No, no. So in, in that kind, of, I think I know who broke my seat, and I'm, I, don't, I don't actually know his name. No, okay, but you're built well. But this chap. I saw it, he had, his, he had his shirt off, so you've obviously right. got to be pretty proud of it. Well, it's either you're either sorry, very proud of yourself or you're very fat. That's the only people who take their shirts right. off. So like me, very right. average body, you're not taking your shirt off. Anyway, this guy, that, he is ripped. Like He is like front row hooligan style. Mm. And he turns around and was like, I'm from Stockholm. He was like, I come, I've come from Stockholm for the game. He's like, I'm Norway's biggest fan. I love what you do. Well, that's what he does then. I'm mean, yeah. like, if we ever want some back, some bloody ammunition. Yeah. Our Swedish fan is our if man. If you're
1: watching Stockholm mafia, but I man. just saw
0: him. I just saw this Swede flying towards me. I'm like, shit, you're <laughs> built like a bloody tank, and my seat just went.
1: I must have flying been Swede. I must not have been vegetable. I must have been kissed mm. in the forehead by at least six fully grown men. Yeah. Um which is which is absolutely fine. I must have kissed through a four myself. <laughs> um, you know, we had Joe Peak, uh, I, AKA oh, the, uh, By the way, Joe, this guy called Joe who's a Norwich fan that watches Literally. all of these. And I'll of tell you Hello, what, Norwich's best DJ as well. Norwich's best DJ. He managed to sneak in an umbrella. <laughs> no, not an umbrella a bloody parasol. Yeah, how was it? it a pa- yeah, a the, parasol.
0: That the, the, the programme sellers. How eat. did you even get that? So there's some poor geezer are selling programs. Well, first all, how did he up. get
1: it? Second of all, how did he get it in the stadium? Oh, no idea. But so let's just backtrack again. fan march. Yeah. Great effort from everyone uh, for organising it. Thanks to all the Norwich fans that got behind it and, and backed mm-hmm. it. I think we definitely need to do, do it more often, not just for Ipswich. And, and arguably, I think the games that where we struggled at in this season, maybe we, we should have done it more. Maybe it needs to be more of a regular thing.
0: I think it's that fine um, balance, isn't it, between. You don't want to do it too much because mm. it will lose its its value, but mm. you do want to keep it regular. I think I was speaking to John Punt today who organised it and uh, he was saying they're hoping to do a bigger and better one for the final home game of the season, which isn't actually that far away.
1: I think that fan march um, epitomised kind of what Norwich City should be about. Personally. And where we're at as well. Yeah, totally. And tip, behind it. That Transition. wouldn't have happened last season. I'll no, 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 totally agree.
0: Um, let's try and talk about this game then, because okay. this is our only chance really to, to dissect it in a... In a Analytical manner, not that we're very good at that, the best of times, especially after a game like this. But so let's start from the very beginning then. Yeah. Team
1: formation, Mick McCarthy's formation. What are you thinking before the games even kicked off that you've seen that team news? I mean, Jack, to, to be honest with you, I mean, I was very, very surprised that they didn't start their best player in Salina. Yeah. And I was more surprised that they didn't bring him on. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that Mick McCarthy matched us like for like. Because mm. Benjamin said he didn't think he'd do, he'd do that. Exactly. Yet. So, so you know what? Fair play, um not to back Mick McCarthy. What a legend! By I way. love Mick McCarthy. Did you see his post-match presser? By the way, yeah, very bitter. What is he doing? Yeah, there's something again diving. And by the way, he definitely told the Ipswich fans to
0: off. Didn't oh he... yeah, it's either that or he's had an unpleasant stay in the holiday inn and he's
1: swearing at that. But yeah, because it was directed towards the holiday inn, wasn't it? So maybe that. It's is, obvious. It's at it. the Ipswich fans that is a sad state of affairs isn't it and I did see and um, I believe it was you that, that quote retweeted that tweet on Talk Norwich City today um, about the it was the guy that is the East Anglian Daily Times uh, Stuart Watson yeah, yeah who summarised that Mick McCarthy and just the general vibe of Ipswich yeah. this isn't me diving on an Ipswich I feel very very grateful that we've now got a, um, a, a direct uh, a, a head of football whatever you want to call him yeah. Stuart Webber that's so open and transparent and you've got a club like Ipswich where everything's behind closed doors, you've yeah. got a crook that owns the club. It's just, yeah. Anyway, so to break the, the, the game down as such, honestly, I thought Ipswich in the first half were the better team. Honestly, yeah. throughout the game, Jack will back me up here. I was constantly saying to Jack, this is Ipswich's to lose. I, I honestly thought after, you know, by the way, we can't rely on Madison we cannot continue to rely on Madison to get us out of trouble by the way fantastic free kicks and again to credit Ipswich I believe you call him Bart in goal yeah. Blazikowski something like that we'll call him I think it's Bielabichowski let's call him Big B Big Big B Big B cra- a couple of cracking saves really and, a, and I said it in my post-match reaction but man of the match for Ipswich and man of the match in the game I think you think oh, no because he made the mistake didn't he for the, for the goal exactly and Yeah, good point um man. But look, I thought first half, and actually, to be honest with you, um, the start, of the second, well, actually, no, whole first half was Ipswich, yeah. and very surprised that that we we went in at nil nil, and I was I was shitting it to be honest mm. with you Jack, I was nervous, and I could see a goal coming from a set piece. Uh, I did say one one by the way. You did, Give yeah. Credit. you did. Um, Ipswich top top set piece scorers of, of I was the I was honestly preparing for the worst. I was genuinely thinking, Ipswich have finally done it. Yeah, um, I don't know how they didn't. I really don't.
0: From I know this is going to be very tough for you, but what did you make of Angus Gunn's
1: performance? No, honestly, i would be open about it. I'm sure Angus will admit. You know, I think if you're a the difference is, and actually, I think it's an advantage that the German and, and the, all of the foreign exports have is. Yes, they might not completely understand the derby. So, for example, someone like Leitner yeah. goes into it, in my opinion, <laughs> quite cool-headed, apart from his celebrations, by the way, yeah. where he's literally screaming in the Barkley. But someone like Leitner, um, someone like Pinto, um, you know, someone like Vrancic, again, they're probably going to go into the derby quite cool-headed, quite kind of calm and collected, which is useful yeah. because the derby is so, so full of emotion yeah. and... Look, I remember you know Angus sitting next to me when we beat Ipswich four one. Of course, Grantholm scored that that hat trick. Mm. The Mike was on yeah. the, the as as the tash, and you know Angus is as passionate as anyone. You know, just to throw him in a bit of trouble. I remember at the end giving it large to the Ipswich fans with, with Angus, and he is a fan. He, his blood runs green and yellow, that boy, and I'm sure he will admit that you know he had a he had a shaky start. I think. To be honest with you, though, I thought a couple of his, um, couple of his, saves, there was a deflected shot. He made, no, a, he made Second He, half had, to, second he half had to, he had to par one good. out. I thought that the free kick that came in from forty yards was actually a very, very good free kick. Um, I don't think, um, I don't think it was the end of the world that you had to parry that. Um, and at the end of the day, you can't complain because we didn't let a goal in at that point.
0: No, and I, I'm not, I'm definitely not blaming Angus, but I think that the general vibe around the whole squad was we looked nervous. I thought, yeah, I definitely. Think, I think
1: Zimmerman didn't. Had yeah.
0: his best game he oh, was close shaky. as well close score well, of course call that goal. He, he had a,
1: he had a lot, so man. many misplaced passes Jack. And that massive chance as well and that's mate, mate, we succumbed in the first half to Ipswich's style of football Hoof and that's ball, a credit to rugby. Ipswich fair they play it, yeah, it, it was aggressive it was nasty it wasn't nice to watch um, but as soon as we started playing our style of football mm-hmm. I thought we were fantastic and you know what Angus has played well in literally every single game this season and to be fair he only let one in um, and from a set-piece, a goalie's always going to get beaten from a set-piece, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I found it strange that a lot of Ipswich fans, and Mick McCarthy, well, first of all, he substituted Joe Garner off. I think Joe Garner epitomises a Derby footballer, and I think you need a Joe Garner in your squad. And mm. I, I think the thing that said to me, I wish we had a player like that, was in the, in the first half, maybe not the whole season, but in a Derby... You remember when Jamal? It was down near down near us, and Jamal Lewis was just kind of guarding the ball out, and the, yeah. the ball was obviously going out. And Garner yeah. just pushes him. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. in front of the Ipswich fans. Yeah. Lewis is a youngster. He's not yeah. going to retaliate. Pushes him straight into the advertising boards. He knows he's not going to get booked for
1: that either. Yeah,
0: them kind of things. By that, the way,
1: ref should have got the cards out earlier. I will say that. But he bloody got about second half. <laughs> well, Yeah, but he needed to, didn't he? Yeah. I, I thought he should have taken control of the game a wee bit more. Did you think any of them dives? Were penalties in that first
0: half? Because I, I,
1: I thought we got quite lucky. Mate, it was to close I mean, to be fair, I thought the officiating for, for both sides the was poor, was yeah. pretty questionable. The lino on the on the side of the Ipswich fans was bad for yeah. both teams. I mean, there was a um, one occasion where the ball literally went about two foot off the pitch. What are you doing? Like, literally. It does surprise
0: me. That is the biggest difference between the Premier League
1: and the Championship. The standard of officiating Mate, is, I is I think, just woeful. I think the standard of officiating full stop is woeful. I mean... I interviewed Jermaine Genus for, for another digital publication. And you know he had mentioned to me that the standard of refereeing is so bad, mm. so bad. And, and, and he is of the opinion that we actually need former footballers becoming referees because they will understand and maybe footballers will respect them more. But to be honest with you, I think they need to clamp down. I think referees fall into the trap of being disrespected. Mm. Why has the ref not got his cards out earlier on in that game? It would have created a more free-flowing game of football, which, of course, plays it plays into the favour of Norwich. But mm. I tell you, off on a completely different random thing that I've just thought of, which we need to mention: the whole, um, you know, what was the chant towards Mick McCarthy, the Ipswich fans sung? Um, your football is shit, oh Mick McCarthy, your football is. I shit. mean, that was hilarious, wasn't it? And it plays into. I we was speaking to to
0: Malcolm and Malcolm Robertson in the office today. He was saying, "You don't, you don't. If, if you if you think that." Then maybe sing it at home, to like Bolton or someone. You don't sing it in the eightieth minute. I think it honestly it sums the them up. It just sums them up as, as a club where they're at. It and does. I, I do get that almost that apathy towards towards Mick McCarthy, but he's doing whatever you think of him, he's doing a good job on the budget he's got. Which I know it's the style of football. and I know it's the lack of ambition
1: from the owner. Incredibly disrespectful and and, and quite quite arrogant towards the Ipswich fans. And like, I mean, at the end, of course, he walked out of the presser as he got asked that question about the Ipswich fans seeing his name, mm. and then he walks out. And I think, to me, there is a definite divide. But anyway, 100%. but anyway, who cares? Long live Mick McCarthy. Um,
0: okay, so first half's gone. We go in at nil nil. Yeah, I'm thinking at this point this is perfect. It's playing into our hands. We're, you keep telling me we're going to win it. I do. And I, and I and I thought I thought the plan from from Daniel Farker's point of view was we know that McCarthy's side is going to be bigger and stronger and bit more bustle about them and try and knock us off the ball. We'd survived the first half. I thought we'd done well to survive that. And lucky on instances as well. Um, I think if would have a bit more quality going forward, they could have probably gone ahead. Mm-hmm. So for me, you get in at 0-0, happy days. You're shooting towards the Barkley. Angus hasn't got the sun in his eyes anymore. By the way, why has he not got a hat on? Kit man, what are you doing? Angus, sort that out, buddy. You need a hat. Um, Robert Greenstar. Indeed. Indeed. Um, and I'm thinking, let's try and implement our style of football onto this Mm -hmm. pitch and we did in that second half and and Madison, two great saves from from Bart
1: Um, Oliveira with a great chance and a great save that that sums Oliveira up at the moment just so unlucky it's a shame isn't it because if he had scored against Ipswich and to be fair I still believe as soon as Nelson scores his next goal He's going to go on a scoring streak. I still don't think he's in the correct system, though. I don't think the system. Oh no, no, no! Oh, mate, I a million percent agree with that. Nelson needs to be playing with someone off of him. One hundred percent, he needs that. Mm. You saw as soon as the midfield got closer to him, yeah, he was thriving. Yeah. That's that's where he's good, and yeah. and to be fair, that's when he stops drifting out wide, yeah, which of a, course you yeah. don't like. So one hundred percent and dropping yeah. deep,
0: but that's not his job, and uh, it's probably the system not helping him out. But we get to eighty minutes, and you think well, it's got to be coming now. It's got mm. to be coming. And then Chambers comes up with an absolute sucker punch. And I've watched that corner back a lot because when when, we, when it was watching live, it just looked like he'd had a free run, didn't it? Mm. But it was a great set piece and it was a great run from Chambers. And it's almost one of yeah. them goals where you just go, couldn't do much well,
1: about Well, yeah, this is, this is exactly what I'm saying. Because you're think, tith- no. you can overanalyze things. I genuinely don't think we've done much wrong with that. Yeah, oh, no, Well, t- Tet- we yeah, slightly. Tetti tet- tet was fairly weak well, there. T- yeah, but just a great run from Chambers. You, you can't really save try those, to win it. But. but that's why. And I said to you throughout, we've got to score when we're on top, Jack. We've yeah. got to score. When close, missed that chance. I was already very angry at him. Mm. But to be fair, he he came up with a good the yeah. end, didn't he? He did,
0: indeed. Um, so <laughs> I guess this is probably a silly question, but at one nil, ninety-four minutes on the clock, you're thinking, well, what is going through through your head at that point? What are you thinking? Is it almost a relief? Because I saw Michael Bailey say it's almost, he almost felt a weight off the shoulders that we didn't have this run to kind of live up
1: to anymore. Or were you of the opposed well, I was starting to prepare my post-match um, post-mortem and I was preparing for the abuse that the Ipswich fans were, were going to, of course, give me, um, which was deserved to be fair. Um, that uh, I was preparing for the worst. I genuinely thought we were going to lose the game and I genuinely think that we were lucky to get out of it I do I thought it was great headed by Timmy and the absolute desire from Grant Hanley the absolute mm. desire to get there the guy is what, hey, what is he doing there totally fine with that Yeah. and the celebration at the end to all Zip Switch fans I mean it's very Chris Wilder, but I'm absolutely fine with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we gave Chris Wilder a stick and Tim Close at the end there as well. applauding the Ixwich fans as well. I mean, just glorious. Yeah. We were having some, um, some of your, your lovely, I may add, chilli downstairs before this. Thank you, Jack. And uh, we were talking about the possible erection of a, of a, of a Grant Hanley statue um, in, a, in a few years. Sorry to any under-18s that are listening. Would you be up for maybe a Grant Hanley, kind of this, just outside of the away end?
1: I'm going to put it out there now, we spoke of this beforehand, I I don't normally come out with these shouts, by the way, Manson came out with an absolute clangour once, he said that Ryan Bennett would be the future captain of our football club and would stay here for years and years and years to come, Um, look, Grant Hanley, I I think I do also
0: remember Rob Butler once saying he'd be one of the best England centre-backs, but... um...
1: (sighs) I mean, Ryan um, Bennett. Let's not forget he's I, I forget about in Ryan the Bennett. league this season. Who cares about Ryan Bennett? Club? Who cares about Ryan Bennett? Grant Hanley, for me, will be better for Norwich City than Malky Mackay. He is. I, I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, the way he is just dominating everything in the air, yeah. everything in the air, literally everything. He yeah. wins everything. He's he's ridiculously strong. And by the way. Everyone talks about that cross in that game to Tim Close. Well, I tell you what, I was actually a hell of a lot more impressed with that challenge oh. to stop Ipswich from scoring. I tell you what, fair play to Ipswich, and and honestly, I don't think the Ipswich player could have done much more. It was a it Wagner, I believe? Yeah. Very, very fast, and I was again honestly expecting him to slot that past Angus because you've got to from that from that distance. He had five yards. Hanley presses the boost button and gets oh. there, and my god. I mean, that was I celebrated that like a goal. I mean, we've seen it
0: even up to the, the league, up to the goal. It, it's almost like someone just injects him with his energy, and he just makes this ridiculous. But we sweep. actually,
1: but the thing is, Jack, is we actually noticed this on his debut, yeah, isn't it, at Portman Road? He's so quick. Yeah. Look, I think I mean, look, with regards to um, the erection, as you say, Jack, mm. um, a little bit early for that, but I in mean, five I... years' time, perhaps. I mean, uh... definitely captain contender,
0: one hundred percent. I mean, Rob Butler did tweet, make make Hanley club captain.
1: Yeah, well, because Teddy's going to leave, of course, at the end of the season. So, um, I would like to see Hanley as captain. Mm. Okay, so, Timmy Close nods that in.
0: Um, 1-1 on the surface. We we probably wouldn't have taken it, but you would have done, because he predicted it. It's an interesting one, though, isn't it? Because, no, I wouldn't have taken it. I was disappointed with the draw, just to clarify. Okay, right. but it's it's the aftermath of the game that just made this all so special, because... We've beaten Ipswich 5-1, 4-1, semi-finals, FA Cup, um, or League Cup semi-finals. We've done all that. It's boring now. We've, what we've never really done before is given them so much hope. Tease them. Tease them. Yeah. yeah. Like a dog hanging a bit of bacon above his mouth. Yeah, or maybe even a bit of well-cooked liver. Yes, Might perhaps, yeah. Like some, some, some liver. Um, <laughs> and then just snatch it away in a, in a Swiss style
1: mm. um it was just stupendous wasn't it i can I honestly can breathe i actually can breathe not only cuz i was being crushed up against the wall and mm. almost falling off it um if you want to go oh, though, that sh- that's sh- the best sh- way to go shock. Isn't it? oh yeah falling off the barkley wall <laughs> <laughs> you know that would be some story wouldn't it that's <laughs> for sure this is to remember the life. of Chris Rea, who sadly fell <laughs> the wall. Luckily, shout out to the ground staff because they actually put the training goals the other <laughs> side of the wall, so I would have only fallen about six feet rather than twelve. But you know, you know, I always what love do about- you, What do you say about that? I mean, I, 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 I can't say I was relieved. I can't say that I was actually in jubilation until I actually I had to take a good two minutes to actually realise what had happened. Mm. I saw the cross go in and then all of a sudden I was just mashed up against the wall it was just mm, like a weird dream
0: I mean there was a lot of Ipswich fans saying and it's, it's the easy dig after you've just conceded a, a, a last second goal isn't it to say well why are you celebrating a 1-1 draw like it's your cup final well it's just to see them Ipswich fans faces at the end it
1: makes it just so special I actually saw four Ipswich fans crying mm. on the little kind of you know the bit where it goes under the bit where you can go under Yeah, genuinely crying yeah and, and there was a video of that guy that was actually crying after yeah. as well. I mean, let's talk about the content that,
0: that came up. First of all, the BBC Radio Suffolk commentary, and I've met, I've met the commentator, well, I've been in the, in the vicinity of that commentator, and he's a top-cast broadcaster, so mm. there's nothing getting away from that, and I think it's, it, the, it shows the value of BBC Local Radio, but I've never in my life heard a professional sound such that genuinely heartbroken
1: in all a, of my a, life. Such a whale, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: I mean when will Ipswich ever beat them
1: oh no
0: it's I think that could be my favorite piece of commentary ever and that really above
1: Chris Gore and Derby County yeah I think it is no I think it
0: is and by the way, Chris's commentary on the closer goal was just brilliant as well. Oh my God, he lost his shit as well. So we've Didn't got we? that. We've got, then also got the Ipswich fan who was filming. he then took his
1: video down, but luckily a yeah. Norwich
0: fan got it in time. So well done to you, whoever that was. Yeah, who um, was filming, obviously waiting for that final whistle and the Ipswich end to erupt with their first derby win in, in a decade. And then Grant Hanley yeah. delivers the most sumptuous ball into Tim Close's barnet. And uh, the talk
1: about that Barnet it's questionable
0: You're, but you know what I reckon if, if I let close, mine grows out it, it would be, be very Timmy
1: k. 100% I think yeah. you should go for it man go for it. it's so in right now is it I yeah. just need to break my nose and. yeah that's fine you just need my nose and then happy days it's not that wonky well, it is a, a bit wonky actually yeah, yeah, have it's, broken it before well? like, I'm just going for the Timmy Close just, you know. <laughs> it's fashionable now it's <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: in Norfolk but um, I questions said, but we will get to the question. I've just got one more question are the playoffs off now
1: uh, the sensible answer would be yes of course it's still possible there is always a team that has a late charge there's always a team that drops out um, look it's going to be difficult for me I just want to see see the boys end it on a promising note I'd love to see us play Wolves this week and put in a, a valiant effort um, and I'd love to see us win a few more games towards the end of the yeah.
0: season. See, I, I I think the playoffs probably are realistically off now. And, and Jack Holmes raised a good point in his fan cam and said that um, I don't think we'd be ready for the Premier League next season. And that's always a, a shout. And I think another year on the Farc would probably benefit us if we do go up next season. But there's no better way to mm. bow out of the playoff race than a last minute equaliser against, against your arch rival. So I'm happy with that. Um, we're going to peak early here, Chris. Are we? It's that time of the week again. So our main sponsor, Willemot's Limited, back again. Um, the daily life of a contract groundsman come rain or sun. Weeds will always outgrow grass, and he has a new header. Prepare yourself. Oh, my God, again. It's fairly basic this week. Well, I say basic, it's probably the classiest yet. Yeah, it's his new logo. Oh, wow. Which, the brilliant set-ward design. What lovely logo. Uh, he had a whole graphic redesign for the for the for of the team. I love the fact he's got some green,
1: green and yellow in there as well. Of course. Of course. Uh, that was love one of the when press.
0: When he got my private jet sorted out of Norwich Airport and flew me out to his Abu Dhabi yeah. headquarters for his international dealings, um, he said, Jack, I want yellow and green in the logo he said for it, for the daily life for contract groundsman come rain or sun wings will always outgrow grass yeah. we need that yellow yeah, and green agrees. anyway his question of the week is if we want to achieve promotion next year we have to at least double the goals we've scored yeah. got to go to up front yeah. this isn't a question this is almost a statement from standard willemots. from Willemots he also I do question Farkas' substitutions timing of them and their impact
1: willemots, now, willemots, willemots
0: first of all that's not a question although he has put a question mark on the end so I guess that counts that's almost a statement, and by the sounds of things, you agree. Well, he's, we're singing off the same off the same hymn sheet, off clearly. the same off the same. Um, off the trying same... to think of a gardening pun here.
1: Off the same lawn, lawn. That'll yeah, do. That, that works. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think Daniel Farker's substitutions are too late. And that I want to say something right, which is that away from that statement, um, actually back onto the Jack Holmes question. Um, I actually think that I look at Leitner and I'm excited by that signing. And the reason why is I think now, having, if you compare Daniel Fark when he signed Vrancic and Daniel Fark, well, Daniel Fark slash Stuart Webber, when they've signed Leitner, I think that now they know the player that they need to sign. Mm-hmm. They know that they need to be a robust, out and out, strong player that is technical as well, not just a fluffy technical player. Uh, and that's what excites me about that next Vrancic, season. a fluffy player? He is. Yeah, he is. Is, is, is a luxury player. I tell you what isn't fluffy, his hair. He's got to go back blonde, by the way, yeah. and bring back the good times. Anyway, no, he does. Anyway, um, so yeah, so, what, so what's, oh yeah, Wilmots, two up front. I think that it will take a lot for Daniel Farker to, to change two up front. I think he's more likely to sell Nelson Oliveira and get a player that can play up, up front in his own I just still think that we're a squad that actually isn't what Daniel Farker wants to be playing with, to be honest. I think there's players in there that will definitely leave at the end of this season. I think that there's players in there that are stealing a living. I do. Um, Names that we don't need to mention now. Um, And and players that have been signed under previous regimes as well. Look, exactly. Which isn't their fault, to be fair, um, in respect to those players. Um, But look, I'm more optimistic than, than anything. And... The, the only bone that I've ever had to pick with Daniel Farker is his substitutions. I do not understand why he doesn't bring on players earlier to make more of an impact to get into games. Uh, yeah. And by the way, another thing that I need to say is, what is going on with Wes Huland? What is going on with Wes Huland? Seriously, the guy's class. Don't tell me the guy has just dropped. Don't tell me the guy has gone from an 8 out of 10 guaranteed every single week to a 3 out of 10 that he shouldn't even be on the subs bench. Something's going on there. And for for his testimonial season to be tarnished like this, for me, is disrespectful to but, him. Um,
0: and I, th- I think you've got a point then, because it's definitely... He would have told Japan. The part, class mate. is still there. The only problem is, in this current system, I'm still not overly convinced with this system. I think the fire at the back works wonderfully well, and I think the two sitting midfielders works well. The bits we've struggled with this season is going forwards. I think Murphy didn't have the best game, but if you want to bring Wes, in, I thought he did well in the first half. Mm. I think he looks still still looks weak. If um, Wes, if you want to bring Wes on in this system, you have to sacrifice Madison. There's no other option. There is no other
1: option because if you, if you if you if you sacrifice Murphy, you lose your width. We need the width. Mm. So, but then again, we've said it, Jack. I don't think we should be relying as much as Madison's been our player no, this season.
0: So you would have get, on get the Sunday, guy you would have
1: been happy to to pull Madison off. No 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 no. So for me, I look, the the one obvious thing for me is Wes needs to be in for Vrancic. But Vrancic wasn't playing at the weekend. And the only reason why Vrancic is on is, is on the bench is because he's Daniel Fark's player. Wes Huland is a better player. And actually you heard what you heard what Benjamin said. And Benjamin isn't the only fan and and there's players out there that that are genuinely scared of the Irish Messi. Um, I don't know, it just seems a bit weird yeah. to me. Why is Wes not in that team? And and we did mention it weeks back when it was going horribly wrong and when we lost home to Brentford, we said, where are the experienced players gone? And I, I still think if we'd had some of our experienced players in and around that team, I don't think we would have lost as many games as we have.
0: I think it's just... I I don't think Farker got it that wrong at all at the weekend in terms of the substitutions. I think his substitutions no, have been poor throughout the season. But I think the flow of Oh, now should come early game, for Josh again, though. Yeah, OK. Yeah, I agree with that one. Uh, he's bloody quick, by the way. He's been learning a trick or two of Hanley, hasn't he? Um, I think the flow of the game, it felt like if we keep this going, we would score. So I'm, I, I wasn't too fussed with the subs. I, I, I do agree, though. I don't think too front is the answer because we've done that before and it hasn't worked. But I, it still doesn't look balanced going forwards, and that's my mm-hmm. that's my worry. Um, Doka Dobma, by the way, I still think that's one of the greatest names of all time. What a name! Is that
1: his real name?
0: Yeah, this is. The, yeah. Oh my god! Of yeah. course. Yeah. Um,
1: what a boy! Have you
0: ever regretted leaving a match early? Now he's mates with um, that, that lad
1: who. Um... God
0: bless him. Oh God! I mean, it's questionable. Watch, watch the fan
1: cam. You know which one it is. I mean, the I, title is there for you to enjoy. Sticking
0: on this point, um, I was cutting some some video at work today. If you haven't already, go and check out ITV Anglia's Twitter page or Facebook page and you'll see... Plug. Donny, Donny Blake, the legend that is Donny Blake, was standing outside because he, he'd come late and he was standing outside waiting for the fans to come out to get the fan reaction. And then we scored. So you've got all of these people flooding out for, who, for whatever reason left early and then sprinting back in but the funniest bit was there were some Norwich fans who obviously heard the goal yet weren't going back in and were just walking like nothing had happened it was almost like an egotistical mm. point of view and saying well I'm not fast I've left so be it that we've just scored what are you doing very questionable I've left one game in my life early and that was when we lost to Sunderland 3 in that Premier League game and well, genuinely had a breakdown after that I've never ever left early no and I don't think you should that is one thing I respect you for Chris
1: Cheers! Cheers! There's many more. Cheers, bro. You make a lovely chili. Cheers, thank you. Your biceps are impeccable. Not as good as the Sheffield United fan, though. Mind? No, Chris. Kraken bicep. Is it, Chris?
0: it? Must run down the name. Chris Cassidy. Mm. Canemere's live. Who would win a fight out of Grant Hanley or Diamersian Bacani? Also, Ooh. I do just want to add that I love how we clinched away Ipswich's hopes and desires in the last five seconds of the game. Hashtag quality. Hashtag tin pot. Hashtag 16 years, you deluded scummers.
1: I, <laughs> wow. <And there> <laughs> out,
0: by the way, fantastic Instagram account.
1: Uh, wow, that's strong from Canaries Live, but fair play. Um, uh, clearly, he's been listening to my um, last few seconds in the matchday experience. Good man. Um so who would win a fight? Hamlet By the way, on Karni. a serious note, Ember Carney was a scary, scary man. I'd once asked him for a picture and instantly regretted it because when he, when he put his window down in his blacked out car, all of a sudden, you know, this, this, this face turned round at me and I was like, oh my God, he's going to kill me. I honestly thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, he was a great player. I loved him. I mean, I mean my favourite story, Jack, is of course yours, which is, which is the grunt. Oh. I mean, you were there. He just grunts. He grunts. He doesn't talk. He, no. he, he, he's actually a beast. Yeah, um, beast no, But of course, course, Hanley would win it. Of course.
0: I think it'd be a great scrap. But I, th- I think Hanley's <laughs> more of a no-nonsense kind of player. I could imagine like a McCarney rocking up in his, you know, Louboutins and his
1: gold, gold kind of shorts. Yeah, and, and Hanley rocking just rocking up in his Longsdale
0: tracksuit and he's just going, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, no agreed. Nonsense, yeah, proper, agreed. proper man. Uh, George, Chris, what did you think of the damage to the seats yesterday in the Norwich End?
1: Yeah. Or the damage in the Ipswich end? Or is this specifically the seats? This is the seats. Uh, what did I think of it? Uh, I thought it was pretty f- funny. I've never, ever, ever experienced such mental scenes in the Lower Barkley. Mm. Honestly, like even, we've scored last minute winners before, we've scored heroic equalisers, Adam jury against Middlesbrough being my favourite. Um, but, you know, just the, the chair's breaking because the sheer amount of, As you youngsters say, limbs. Mm. Um, It was quite spectacular. But I have actually got a cut right shin, which I'm not particularly happy about. I'm okay. I will live. I mean, I think the definition of the proper youth was limbs all over the shop. Right, okay. For for yesterday's. Okay, Um,
0: yeah. um, But in all seriousness, from a more serious point of view, that could have been quite dangerous. And it's even more reason to implement safe standards. Agreed. Because you've got cut shins. I know loads of people who... Got injured and seats were flying everywhere. There's someone tweeting me today and saying, Great day, but a seat came flying towards my head at the end. A seat? Yeah, a seat. Someone lobbed a seat. Well, they were just going everywhere. Oh hadn't my they. god. Um, in all seriousness, I hope I do have a seat on Saturday because if but when I Jack, sit down and no, eat the no, no, ham no, sandwich gonna, at half time.
1: Nah, I'm going to completely disagree with this. You don't need a seat because you don't sit down. I do at half time when I'm eating my, eating my ham oh, sandwiches. Okay. all right, fair enough. You can sit on my seat if you want.
0: Thanks, mate. North City Central, with the likes of Madison, Gunn, and Lightner are all likely to leave as if the playoffs are not achieved. Will it be harder next season to get promoted, and therefore more
1: imperative this season to go up? Disagree straight away because I, I don't think I. I the, the the longer time goes on, the more likely I think Madison is to. I, I don't. Know, I just got this feeling at the moment that Madison's going to stay. I think that he'll want to be the main man. I think he'll be advised. Hopefully by his agent, I think he's a mature guy right because he let's not forget he picked Norwich over Tottenham and Liverpool to play football now, he's a clever lad look exactly I don't think he's as blase and big headed as everyone thinks thinks uh, I think that he's got his head screwed on so I think Madison is, is likely to stay and I'm a big believer and I've got a, a kind of a conspiracy theory here that I definitely 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 think Leitner is going to stay you look uh, almost convinced about that aren't you mate I, honestly I think that Leitner loves Daniel Farker and uh, why would Leitner come here and I think it's Daniel Farker again like we did with, with Ipswich he's got his bacon out he's dangling mm. in front of Leitner saying we'll give you first team football and now mm. we're giving it to him I think it's happy days you know what I've Daniel in front of uh, <laughs> in Leitner Lightner and
0: not what you're thinking <laughs> um, <laughs> A business card for Esquire Barbers, because
1: that is a dodgy barnet
0: he's got. Really? Oh, it's terrible. I just
1: love the man. I'm so fine yeah. with it. No,
0: I'm not. Lewis Fuller saying, this is controversial, but I preferred Jamal Lewis's last-minute goal against Chelsea. Just so happy it was Jamal Lewis yeah, who scored yeah. it.
1: Absolute scenes. Uh, look, I mean, I said it again. I, th- I think Timmy Kay was he needed that goal, because he was going to be lamented hmm. by the Norwich fans for such a such an inconsistent all over the place performance. Again, the nerves got the better of him. I loved it when Jamal scored into Chelsea. I mean, everyone saw the fact that I just went nuts on Twitter that night. Uh,
0: I do want to just read you this paragraph. You're going from... to read me a story, Jack?
1: Yeah, I am actually.
0: actually. It's, it's quite nice actually. It's from, um, from Zoe Whitford on Little Yellow Bird Project yeah. and it's called Lovely Lovely Tim. Okay. And she put, you know when you get together with someone who seems way out of your league, so you spend the first part of the relationship worrying that you're going to be they're going to leave you for someone better yeah, then Premier League time passes and they haven't left you and the nature of the relationship changes for some reason they must really like you and that makes you feel amazing and lucky and maybe this is something special and so to Tim Close we've spent a turbulent two years feeling like he's too good for us that he's unhappy like he wants something better Yep. Yeah. but as this season has progressed Tim seems content he's enjoying himself he likes us we have to feel grateful. He's a rare footballer gifted, but absolutely bonkers. A real eccentric. He nuts corner flags and wears blue loafers. But he puts his body on the line again and again. There's absolutely no one in the team I would have wanted to score a last minute equaliser against, more, against Ipswich more than Tim. The celebration photo. Eyes squeezed shut, mouth roaring, biceps bulging. That is a man who cares and wants to fight with us. We don't just love him, we love each other. And I just thought that was lovely. I really do. Beautiful. Zoe Whitford, that is the most beautiful paragraph I've think i ever read. And it's so true.
1: Well, well done. Can you remember that day at Crystal Palace when he went off injured? A season over. It was, wasn't it? Snads was asleep at that point, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it was, wasn't it?
0: Oh, uh, you didn't yeah. miss that. Um, that I just, I just wanted to read that to you, Chris. Thank you. Uh, anyway, more some, some questions? questions. Yeah, um, but we do have, on a serious level, we do have a lot of players that we can connect to, and I think that's been a problem in, mm. in recent mm. recent years. Uh, right, let's more, let's get some more questions. Matt Self. All right, boys, it's time to add some width. Oh, no, this isn't this isn't a Willemots. This is a question. Is it time to add some Okay, width? Yep. There was nothing down the right-hand side on Sunday. <clears throat> if only we had a right-winger out on loan. Yannick Vulturecote. Perhaps go back to back... Back to a... Back... Go back to a back four and start getting some balls into Nelson. He needs
1: service. explanation, Mark. Yeah, well, I think we've already discussed it. Agree. Agree. Do we need more width? Is that the problem? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, when Hux came on the podcast, um, you know, a few games back, Jackie... He made it very, very clear uh, that there was a lack of width and obviously has the credibility to, to approve that. I think Josh, again, when Josh came out wide um, at the weekend, I, th- I thought he did well. I, th- I thought he put them under pressure nicely. But the other side is not there. And, and who are we playing there at the moment, on the right wing? Well, I think it's a it's kind of a Nelson slash Reed slash... I don't know. It's not really happening. By is the it? way, Reed his
0: celebrations again and pushing that pitch oh, later yeah. off just to make oh. sure he didn't get arrested was beautiful as well.
1: By the way, Harrison Reid, could could he stay? Would he do. stay? I love. You know, Would what he I take love? a wage drop to come. I
0: don't know. And you've said it before. Lone
1: players don't often come and care that
0: much. Boy, uh, do our lone players care?
1: Math. I don't know. Honestly, I think the lone players have are, are been really, really good this yeah. season. Next
0: question. This is a question we can both get behind. Talk yeah. to me about Jamal Lewis and his legs. I want
1: two minutes minimum on talk this. about it. Really? Should we do it? Should we actually time it? Two minutes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'll get the stopwatch out. <clears throat> I'll get the stopwatch out on this.
0: Bad are problem. we? Are we making this into kind of Fifty Shades type talk or Fifty Shades
1: of Lewis? Oh my god, Jack! You're really. <laughs> yeah, this is quite questionable for you. Right, ready? Three, two, one, start. Okay, so Jamal Lewis. Um, Right, with well, I'll go straight into it. <laughs> okay, Leg press is yeah. the hardest, at, well, squats, oh. leg press. I mean, the guy is definitely doing eight sets, yeah. uh, at least 12 reps, yeah. probably high repetition to begin with, and then going up. He's doing negatives as well, probably. What's that? With the size, with the size of his legs. Some negatives is you're pushing up. And then you're slowly bringing oh, back. Wow. Are You pushing up, you slowly bringing not not this no. not this quick kind of bouncing business. He's torturing his legs. I mean, right. the, the, the 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 sheer rip between yeah. his hamstrings and his and his his quads, his calves. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, you? let He must be knocking back what six bulking pro protrition meals a day. Oh, well. Easily, yeah. Easily. And, he, and he, what was he drinking? Maybe egg yolks to breakfast. But
1: Jamal Lewis, if if, if there's a small chance that, that you would listen to this or even come on, please can you tell us what the hell are you training on your legs, man? I'm jealous. And maybe you could swap some some ab techniques
0: and. Oh, get I'm absolutely fine with that. That's um,
1: I'm sure he's got better abs than me, in
0: mind. You know the thing I really struggle with the with the squat. Is okay. is my hips are really yeah, stiff. Yeah, I remember
1: you struggling with that when we did a little session
0: together. Jack. My hips are just really tight, and I just can't
1: get down very far. Um, we've, all, we've, all, we've got still got thirty seconds on this, but let's just focus on Jamal Jack. Okay, the definition yeah. in those legs is quite something.
0: You know a good leg when it's
1: I'm not overly Chris, sure. Ronaldo CR seven yeah, leg kind of extension bulges style. out there and then comes yeah, back in. Yeah, there's that, that that triangle there. It just I mean, the, the, by the way, on a serious note, I think that his legs help him and he's clearly an athlete well he is he that's, used to be an athlete and he was fantastic
0: against Ipswich at the weekend right 10 seconds left final words on Jamal Lewis one word to describe them ridiculous out of proportion preposterous there you go superb there you go Greg there's two minutes on Jamal Lewis's well legs well there we go Can't oh really and the it. next question I'll tell you what Charlie Summers who's got the better legs Jamal Lewis or Mitchell Dykes that's another man who you wouldn't want to get in a fight with Mitchell Dykes. Lewis yeah I, I agree um, who's Mitchell Dykes Tom Cash rank your best Derby Day moment since 2009 all of them all of them no I think no come on that's
1: a really that's actually a really good question because there's, there's so many amazing ones isn't there I genuinely
0: think my favourite Derby Day moment just for the narrative was yesterday
1: no, no I think it come was come on that's so short sighted no I think it was come I on genu- no I do we've beaten 5-1 at yeah, Perman Road
0: and, and we've done it before
1: So we've nice in the to playoff semi-final
0: yeah no, they were great and they were very much needed for Norwich City's history, and they were fantastic. But yesterday was a bit different, and I liked it. I'm bored of beating them. Like I think that was a, I think that's much. a
1: very hipster opinion.
0: I just really enjoyed the day, <laughs> and I was I tell you what I wasn't nervous throughout the whole game. No, I, I know you weren't. Fired. Which is so weird. I was terrifically
1: confident. I was <laughs> oh, the other way. Yeah, maybe that's um, why you don't savour that moment as much as me. Yeah, maybe. Um, for me. Best derby day moment since two thousand nine. God, there's been so there's been countless, hasn't there? Like, I mean oh God, a single one. I think I mean the Grant Holt hat tricks. Yeah. I think when Grant Holt won that ball back out of he didn't really expect to win it, mm. but his desire got him there. Mm. And then almost like Hanley. The way he just slotted that ball past the keeper just with ease. Redmond, by the way. Redmond's leap into oh, that that place. that photo yeah. Redmond um, you know Cameron Jerome to get yeah. to get us to Wembley the Wes penalty yeah because he was Wes I mean yeah. there's so many um I think my favorite
0: derby day moment actually thinking about it is McCarthy telling his own fans to fuck off, to fuck off when they've scored beautiful moment seriously
1: what is that
0: just a beautiful moment anyway uh, Neil Harrison asked if you could say one thing to Mick McCarthy what would it be thank you I would I'd shake his hand I'd look him in the eyes and go Mick you're a good man yeah I would Mick as well McCarthy. long live Mick McCarthy um, Bristol Rovers polls. might be coming to
1: Norfolk this Easter with the family I still question what this <laughs> I wouldn't be disrespectful to our, to our you know fans views. Bristol Rovers polls. yeah, Poles. yeah. Okay. Bristol
0: Rovers polls, battles, videos, and more. Any poll, battle, or video suggestion? Feel free to DM us. hashtag Bristol Rovers hashtag Up the Gas. So, where would you suggest going in Norfolk? Well, first of all, head to the finest piece of coast, Great oh, Yarmouth. Don't honestly. New investment into the seafront. Harry Ramson's Tin You've got arcades. Tin pot horse racing. Greyhound racing. Golf. That's it. Honestly, putt, Crazy golf. Swimming in the sea. It's all greybeards, mate. It's dying. There's a reason why
1: he's the money because
0: it's so dead. Or I would, I would suggest, and you, you should know this from coming from a, you know, a, 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 an intelligent point of view. You invest in things that are on the up. Yarmouth's on the up.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Grosvenor Casino. What? Well, you. I mean, we've had a good night in Grosvenor Casino. Not that you should gamble. You um, have. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you what though, when we went at Christmas okay, so and they were
0: handing out free mince pies, that was a particular highlight of uh,
1: Where should you go in Norfolk? You should go to Whitlingham Lake mm. and you should walk around it like Tom Tribal and just breathe in the glorious Broadland air. Yeah, I, in all seriousness, my favourite
0: part of Norfolk is North Norfolk Blakeney and Stanton. You're so posh. Um, You're so posh. Yeah, but that is the
1: best bit of Norfolk, isn't it? debatable bacon is beautiful I think a lot of people underage the centre of Norwich as well of Norwich I think the probably the best the city castle, in England the uh, all of the independence yeah I mean there's just so many fantastic wee restaurants to try out there is what's your favourite restaurant oh that's a tough one in
0: Norfolk I'll give you Norfolk rather than just Norwich
1: oh my god well, I've eaten at so many, of course. What's that, what, that mill
0: place? Stoke Mill. Stoke. Oh, I actually, need to go there. Can you take that? That's me it. That is it. Is Stoke it? Mill.
1: It's very much a, a fine dine. Actually, um, I found out through their social media because I'm a bit of a stalker. Right. Nelson Oliveira dines at Stoke Mill. Oh, does mill. he? That's how class it is. You can order like a 17-course meal at Stoke Mill and the portions are like let's put it this way it's not the average football fan's meal but anyway it's, it's, it's so
0: a if I'm if I'm going to Stoke Mill it's a special I'm, occasion I'm coming out expecting to go on a horrible goal drought. if Nelson goes there quite possibly yeah right okay um, so yeah North Norfolk Blakeney mm. go crabbing yeah I'm good don't, at the job. don't seriously. No, don't waste your time,
1: Greg. Right. Arnold it's not If you do it.
0: come by, pop in for a cover. Um, Scott Dak. When is Willemotz going to get his own segment on the podcast? You know what? I've thought about this. In the summer, we should go on one of his jobs and like cut the grass
1: or something and make a podcast behind the scenes with Willemotz. Yeah, in his tractor or yeah. on his lawnmower. Yeah, or even just rolling on the on the grass with oh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: James Hastings when is the next away game Chris is going to see. we've seen to have done very well since he stopped going <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be at QPR looking forward to that Yeah, QPR is a good one isn't it yeah Barnsley nah <laughs> um SGP, hi guys, seriously concerned. We all, we're almost like agony aunt sometimes, aren't we? It's almost therapy for both us and the viewers. Yeah, it's nice. I'm seriously concerned with Nelson's recent goal return. Looks like he's struggling for confidence in front of goal and might need a rest. Is it time to give Dennis
1: Sabreni a start? I've got a weird one with with Dennis, with with the big D at the weekend. I mean, you I mean when he came on, he almost passed out. <laughs> but I'm looking at the pictures of him and again I'm thinking the guy hasn't got any emotion. Oh, I love that though. No, I don't. Like we just scored. We just <laughs> he scored. he did go mental. No, he didn't. No, he did. Jack,
0: he did. Don't deny mental. the truth. No, he Look did. at the pictures. I thought you were. I it's thought...
1: so weird. He 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 was. He he didn't even
0: cheer. Yeah, but what we've got, Chris, is the beautiful contrast between utter madness,
1: Tim Close, yeah. and Big D, and Big D and Hanley. Yeah, who just don't give to... No. Strange, very strange.
0: Um, I, I, no, it's not. So, Brady's smaller
1: than I thought he was. By the way, Srabeni—is that his name? I think so. Okay, let's just stick with Big D. I've I've just decided that that's what we're going to call him now. Big D looks like a thirty-year-old James Madison. He does actually. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's the hair, I think. Let us know in the comments if you agree with that. Ryan Clark, how many times have you
0: watched that Tim Close goal today? Uh, six. Is that all? Yeah, I've watched it with the Radio Norfolk commentary. Oh yeah, Radio Suffolk, the Radio Suffolk commentary, the um, Ipswich fans view, yeah. the view from the Barclay, and the Sky Sports version. Yeah, so I've watched five different versions, probably about ten times each.
1: But of course, all of the best content is over
0: on App Talk Norwich City. Here, here, uh, but we can't, of course, show goals. Um, Ooh, ben Woodward it's been 3,228 days since Norwich lost to Ipswich what a stat. can this number be higher than their average at home attendance
1: <laughs> um, no I don't think it can even by Ipswich's standards they've got to beat us they've got to by the way I, I'm going to put out there as soon as they sack Mick McCarthy I think they'll beat us I think Mick
0: McCarthy's McCarthy's holding them together. You actually reckon that Mick McCarthy is now... The ownership's the problem. For me, and who who am I to say, coming from an Irish fan speaking. Uh, By the way, this picture of Daniel Farker. So fine with that. Uh, So fine with that. It's the one of him celebrating the goal. Um,
1: Desperately trying to keep us cool.
0: Basically, Sam uh, Rednall saying, never mind what more on Mick May may not have shouted towards his own fans. How can you not find Daniel Farker's reaction to our goal much better yeah that's that indeed that's all of the questions um, quick word on Wolves that's tomorrow night mm. or tonight as you'll be no tomorrow is Wednesday. Oh, it's so Wednesday I was trying to be clever there but you've done it you, you've ruined oh, it Chris sorry Jack a bit confusing when we film all of these things um, Wolves I've, I've, the, the top um, point is this pretty much a write off <sighs> you've you
1: yeah they're good aren't they they're so good it pains me to see that Ryan Bennett and John Ruddy are doing that well like honestly I just I I just think that I don't know it just annoys me how Norwich fans suck up to John Ruddy to be honest with you you're not a massive fan of Ruddy are you I just don't think he's been like everyone acts like John Ruddy's like the best goalkeeper Norwich have ever had I think they're deluded absolutely
0: do we have to win this to keep the playoff dream alive
1: yes what system would you take into this On game? a serious note, if we do beat Wolves, Jack, <laughs> Reeve... Oh, it gives you that hope again, doesn't on? it?
0: It gives you that hope again. Yes, it is.
1: If we beat them. Yeah. Could you imagine the scenes if we beat Wolves away? We're not going to beat Wolves away. Didn't... That, oh, didn't they draw to Preston? They did. And by the way, Alex Neal,
0: he's very close to the playoffs right now. Hello, guys. Alex Neal sneaks in
1: there.
0: <sighs> Preston, though. I think it might happen, mate. They've, Preston, mate. I think they've lost one in 14. Preston, mate. Preston of Preston? <laughs> um, and to be fair, I've how read. What Birmingham
1: doing by the way? Birmingham, or Birmingham.
0: Oh, I, th- I think nineteenth. Yeah, I think they're struggling big time. At Birmingham, oh, indeed. Birmingham. Um, one of the top comments actually on the um, on the match day spirits was, "I love how Chris just rips into every opposition,
1: and then he's left like a ton of lines. You've got to click see more, and then it just says Birmingham or Birmingham." <laughs> Do, I just love Norwich I don't hate the opposition I just so. think Norwich would better point. Um
0: and I've written down here um, it was a night game at Wolves at home wasn't it we, we were poor and mm. we lost 2-0 but Marley Watkins hit the post and could have won the lab
1: Boy, Marley Watkins what's going on there as well
0: the weird thing was you, the weekend you know when we were all um, why is Wes not in the team over Marley Watkins we were, we, were all, wait, we were all still in the Barclay for a good 15 minutes after the game Oh, yeah. And the players are all it. warming down. Yeah. And we're all going mental, and Watkins doesn't even care. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, I i wouldn't normally like to turn the knife, but I'm with you, Jack. I think he looks like a man that's off.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know his grandfather's a famous poet, but there's only so much
1: love you can give. Uh, I'm with you, Jack, I'm afraid. I think he's as good as gone.
0: And then let's look forward. We've got a game this Saturday as well. Right? Yeah. Carol is Bolton. A must win. Yeah. I, I mean, in know, regar- must win. Regardless sure. of, <laughs> of
1: whether. <laughs> Wow. What's this? This is check bank account. <laughs> this is, is this what comes? Hang on. Hang on. Get to the chorus. I say uh, yeah. Right. That's enough. Copyright. Um, Sorry. Wow. That's really put me off there. Bit, bit Don't Bob forget to, che- to check the bank accounts. Um, what, Where was I going with that? Wolves? No. Bolton. 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 Got to win. In um, regardless to whether the playoffs were on or off I think that after did we lose to Bolton away? We did yeah. Got to put yeah. that right. Got to put that right. Chris, we've discussed a lot. Um,
0: I think you know it, it's been a, a, a very. We've had some very tough um, podcasts to, to dissect this this season, haven't we? But this has been very enjoyable. Very
1: enjoyable. We have not even really need. To, we've not even spoken about half the stuff in the I script, mean, like, believe it or me not. At
0: least ten minutes to put together. We hardly read it.
1: Um, Jack, top man.
0: Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on iTunes. Thank you to Lee Croft for the shirt.
1: Thank you to you for, p- for putting the shirt up on your wall. Oh, no. Shout out to at oh. Cheesy Geezer, who is the number one Norfolk Cheeseman, who also delivers... Who also delivers... By the way, Simon Cheeseman, great, great um, with the suits. Um, but John Killett, at Cheesy Geezer on Twitter, hangs these fantastic shirts, and um, what a man. Nothing like a good hanging shirt. Chris... Thank you very much, my friend. I'll see you next week.